Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the June 2nd, 2023 Friday reading of the Arc Valley Voice News Program. My name is Michelle Wexler. Today we will be reading the following main articles, Rawhide Creek Ranch Protected Under Permanent Conservation Easement, written by Jan Wundra. Colorado takes number five in top states for LGBTQ plus equality, written by Community Contributor. Fibark releases 75th anniversary poster art, spotlights celebrated local artist, written by Jan Wundra. And Colorado Teen Missing for Two Weeks, written by Community Contributor, and following up with miscellaneous articles. We begin with the first story, Rawhide Creek Ranch Protected Under Permanent Conservation Easement, this posted by Jan Wundra. Central Colorado Conservancy announces new 737-acre conservation easement near Nathrop. Late Thursday afternoon, Central Colorado Conservancy announced its completion of a conservation easement on the Rawhide Creek Ranch near Nathrop. The agreement permanently protects the nearly 737-acre ranch adjacent to Browns Canyon National Monument. Conservation easements are one of our main tools for protecting wide-open vistas and wildlife habitat and for keeping working lands working, said Central Colorado Conservancy Executive Director Wendy McDermott. Rawhide Creek Ranch is a gorgeous, well-managed ranch nestled between the Centerville Ranch and Browns Canyon. Together, the Rawhide and Centerville conservation easements total 1,200 acres of contiguous, permanently protected land between U.S. 285 and the monument. The ranch is located within a priority watershed identified in the Chafee County Heritage Area and the Collegiate Peaks Scenic and Historic Byway Management Plan and is ranked as a high priority for conservation within the plan. It has impressive pinyon juniper woodland, scenic rock outcroppings, and a healthy montane grassland. It provides habitat for big game species, including elk, mule deer, moose, pronghorn, black bear, and mountain lion, as well as for raptors, songbirds, and several small mammals. The Rawhide Creek Ranch and Tri-Lazy W Ranch are owned and operated by Jay Wilson. Mr. Wilson's cattle ranches are well-managed and have been in operation since the 1960s. In fact, they have won numerous awards. Society of Range Management Excellence in Range Conservation, 2008. Colorado State Land Board DOW Permittee of the Year, 2006. Upper Arkansas Conservation District and Take Pride in America Award, 2009. It was our family's desire to leave a legacy in Chafee County. There is no better way than to set aside land in a conservation easement, said Rawhide Creek Ranch Manager Jay Wilson. As a ranching family, we believe that we are stewards of the land. 
knowing that this land will forever remain as it exists today, accomplishes our goal. The Rawhide Creek Ranch Conservation Easement was made possible with funding from Chafee Common Ground, Great Outdoors Colorado, GOCO, Meta Alice Keith Bratton Foundation, the Natural Resources Conservation Services, NRCS, and individual donations. Through the Envision process, we learned that 97% of residents support agricultural sustainability. Common Ground's investments in conservation easements are in response to that clear support for our agricultural community and the value placed on the county's iconic Colorado landscapes, said County Commissioner Greg Felt, liaison to the Common Ground Citizens Advisory Committee. I respect and appreciate the foresight of these landowners who were stewards of the lands that provide not only open viewscapes and our rural character, but also important ecosystem services such as irrigated pasture and critical habitat for all kinds of wildlife, he added. The Agricultural Conservation Easement Program allows the Natural Resources Conservation Service to partner with eligible entities like the Central Colorado Conservancy and others to protect viable agricultural lands from conversion to non-agricultural use, said Colorado NRCS state conservationist Clint Evans. The Rawhide Creek Ranch is an important agricultural landscape because it hosts open space and lies within an area that hosts big game species, including black bears, elk, moose, mountain lions, and more. It also hosts habitat for migratory songbirds, small mammals, and much more. The Upper Arkansas Valley is one of Colorado's most spectacular landscapes, said GOCO Executive Director Jackie Miller. We're proud to support our partners in protecting Rawhide Creek Ranch to help ensure its heritage, beauty, and agricultural contributions into the future. The Meta Alice Keith Bratton Foundation was quite pleased to provide financial support to Central Colorado Conservancy for their work on the Rawhide Ranch Conservation Easement, said Meta Alice Keith Bratton Foundation President Adelaide Levins, based in Fort Worth, Texas. We believe that everyone, locals, part-time residents, and visitors alike, needs to lean in and provide support in Chafee County to maintain our open spaces and view corridors. Rawhide Creek Ranch is part of what is being called the Heart of the Arkansas Project, which includes the protection of the adjacent Centerville Ranch and nearby Arrowpoint Cattle Ranch and Pridemore Ranch. The Heart of the Arkansas Project was announced by the Conservancy in 2019 and was a partnership with the Trust for Public Land and the Colorado Cattlemen's Agricultural Land Trust. With the completion of the Rawhide easement, the Heart of the Arkansas Project has now come to completion. It protects approximately 2,400 total acres through conservation easements. The Central Colorado Conservancy is a nationally accredited land trust based in Salida, Colorado. Its mission is to protect the lands, waters, and quality of life of Central Colorado as our communities face pressure and rapid growth. Through land easements, 
restoration efforts, and connecting our communities to conservation. It preserves the places and quality of life we all love for generations to come. Visit centralcoloradoconservancy.org to learn more. Great Outdoors Colorado, GOCO, invests a portion of Colorado lottery proceeds to help preserve and enhance the state's parks, trails, wildlife, rivers, and open spaces. GOCO's independent board awards competitive grants to local governments and land trusts and makes investments through Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Created when voters approved a constitutional amendment in 1992, GOCO has since funded more than 5,600 projects in all 64 counties of Colorado without any tax dollar support. For more information, go to goco.org. Chafee Common Ground is a conservation funding program that came about due to a 2018 ballot measure. It was created when voters approved a 0.25% sales tax increase to fund Common Ground, supporting locally-based collaborative programs and projects through a transparent grant process that leverages revenues to achieve the highest impact, strengthening forest health and reducing wildfire danger, conserving and supporting working agriculture and rural landscapes and managing the impacts of growth in outdoor recreation. For more information, visit chafeecommonground.org. That story, Rawhide Creek Ranch protected under permanent conservation easement. And next up, Colorado takes number five in top states for LGBTQ plus equality. This posted by Community Contributor. Colorado has moved into the roster of the top five states in the United States for LGBTQ plus equality. The group known as Out Leadership has been publishing the State LGBTQ plus Business Climate Index for five years, and this year the nation's overall average score on LGBTQ plus equality dropped minus 1.14 points. The net negative rating for the country is largely due to the more than 500 anti-equality bills that have been introduced at the state level this legislative cycle. But the good news is that in the 2023 index, Colorado has moved up five places in the survey to take the number five spot in the nation for LGBTQ plus equality. The state earned a total score of 88.67 out of 100, compared to 86.33 with a rank of number 10 in 2022. This year, Colorado made significant progress, earning the state a slot in the top five states for LGBTQ plus equality, said founder and CEO of Out Leadership, Todd Sears. The 2.34-point increase in Colorado's LGBTQ plus equality ranking stands out from the national average, which for the first time in the index's history saw an overall net negative for all 50 states. Top five states for LGBTQ plus equality, one, New York at 93.67, two, Connecticut at 93.27, 
third, Massachusetts at 92.67, fourth, New Jersey at 90, and fifth, Colorado at 88.67. By contrast, the worst five states for LGBTQ plus equality include 46, South Dakota at 34.97, 47, Tennessee at 34.40, 48, Louisiana at 33.50, 49, South Carolina at 32.50, and 50, Arkansas at 32. The full index can also be viewed at a link in this article. As greater numbers of multinational companies continue to shift away from U.S.-based operations, the business impact of this year's index points to a harmful effect for the nation's economy and job market, said Sears, adding, companies simply don't want to be at odds with the business policies and practices of the state they operate in, and they certainly don't want to feel attacked by them. While the top-ranked states for LGBTQ plus equality broadly are staying strong, the bottom-ranked states decreased in score significantly. This continues to signal increasing polarization across the country in political and cultural attitudes toward the LGBTQ plus community, said Brian Sims, Managing Director, Public Policy and Government Affairs for Out Leadership. The economic outlook of anti-equality states is being imperiled by politicians more interested in scoring political points than protecting the future livelihoods of citizens, said Sears. Key data points from the 2023 State LGBTQ Plus Business Climate Index. While Colorado has focused on equality, other states have not. The survey provides this snapshot of the situation outside the state of Colorado. More than half of the over 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bill proposed in state legislatures this cycle were targeting the transgender community. The largest changes in scores between 2022 through 2023 were driven by legal and non-discrimination protections, youth and family support, and political and religious attitudes. States with the largest score increases, such as West Virginia, North Carolina, and Colorado, adopted pro-LGBTQ laws and protections across a diverse range of policy areas. This year's index reveals the impact of recent anti-LGBTQ plus legislation in states such as Florida, Arkansas, Tennessee, Indiana, and Kentucky. Florida's Don't Say Gay bill, amongst other anti-LGBTQ plus state legislation, caused the state to fall 2.83 points since 2022 and a 6.23-point decrease since 2021, a major drop in the rankings. The infamous Don't Say Gay bill has instigated similar bills across the United States, resulting in point decreases across the board. The continuous focus on limiting trans rights and access is also a major driver of scores decreasing. Key drivers in anti-LGBTQ plus equality state legislative proposals fall along several areas, including health care bills focusing on gender-affirming care, 
censorship laws like the Don't Say Gay bill, legislation limiting the rights and access of trans youth and adults, changes in state leadership from pro-LGBTQ plus leaders to anti-LGBTQ plus leaders, 2022 elections of new senators and governors. New York is the highest-ranking state in LGBTQ plus equality for a third year in a row, scoring 93.67 out of 100 points. Arkansas is the lowest-ranking state in LGBTQ plus equality for the first year, passing South Carolina with a score of 32 out of 100 points. The highest mover was West Virginia, with an increase of 5.47 points between 2022 and 2023. This was due to the broad implementation of pro-LGBTQ policies, particularly benefiting the trans community across legal and non-discrimination protection, youth and family support, and health access and safety. That story, Colorado takes number five in top states for LGBTQ plus equality. And continuing in the news, FibArc releases 75th anniversary poster art spotlights celebrated local artist. This posted by Jan Wondra. FibArc's 75th anniversary poster art has been created by Salida-based artist Leslie Jorgensen for the town's famed Whitewater Festival coming up from June 15th through 18th, 2023 at Riverside Park. FibArc Whitewater Festival is a fundraising event to support youth paddling programs that cultivate local youth participation in whitewater sports and a lifelong understanding of river stewardship. Jorgensen, a Salida-based artist, has a studio at 121 North F Street. She says she paints her experiences skiing, hiking, and biking in the Rocky Mountains. Working as a painter, she found her passion for fusing art and the wild. The mountains, the wind, and the cold have become forces expressed through her work. As I explored the theme artistically, I created several paintings of the Arkansas River, the skilled athletes who paddle it, and the sheer force of the water, all of which inspire me, says Jorgensen. Though I'm not experienced, I love any chance to paddle the river. The Arkansas is magical and forceful. The ways we experience the river are a foundational layer of our community. Fibark strengthens and celebrates all of it. I want to thank Lindsay Sutton Stevens and the Fibark Committee for choosing me to create a special work of art for this year's 75th anniversary event. I'm a huge FibArc fan, and I'm beyond thrilled to participate in this way, adds Jorgensen. Her paintings have been featured in Colorado Homes and Lifestyles magazine, Southwest Art, Colorado Central magazine, the Colorado Springs Gazette, and Summit Daily News. The original painting will be auctioned at the FibArc kickoff party on Wednesday, June 14th at the Steam Plant Event Center, That evening cocktail event is the local launch event for residents before the big event begins. Some call it the calm before the storm. Funds raised will support boating education in Salida. Much like the Arkansas River, Leslie's work elevates the power and energy of nature, said Lindsay Sutton Stevens, FibArc event chairwoman. 
It's a pleasure to showcase her work in partnership with FibArc, especially in this milestone year. While FibArc entails a variety of activities, at its heart, the event honors the wonder of the river. The motion and color that Leslie's art brings to the design embraces the personality of the festival. That story, FibArc releases 75th anniversary poster art, spotlights celebrated local artists. Next up, Colorado teen missing for two weeks. This posted by community contributor, dateline May 31, 2023. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, NCMEC, has issued an urgent request for the public's help in locating missing child Soleil Cantu. She has been missing for two weeks. Cantu was last seen in Centennial, Colorado on Wednesday, May 17, 2023. She is described as 5'1 and weighs 115 pounds. She is Hispanic and has brown hair and brown eyes. The Arapahoe County Sheriff's Office believes that Soleil may stay in the local area. Anyone with additional information about her whereabouts is urged to come forward to help bring her home safely. If you have any information about Soleil or her disappearance, contact NCMEC at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678 or the Arapahoe County Sheriff's Office, Colorado at 1-303-795-4711. That story, Colorado teen missing for two weeks. Also in the news, BVHS Class of 2023 says hello to a bright future. This posted by Carly Winchell. The 141st commencement for Buena Vista High School occurred Saturday, May 27th. The graduation ceremony marks the end of the school year and the beginning of a promising future for the 64 BVHS graduates. The Buena Vista High School concert band played as the red gym filled with people coming to support the students. The graduating class entered two by two to take their seats in front of their friends and family. One student's decorated cap sported an ominously hopeful message stating the end is near, signifying the end of their time in school, but perhaps heralding the beginning of something new. The Buena Vista High School soundscapes performed A Patch of Light by Jacob Navarud before the student speakers took the stage. The lyrics were hopeful for the future that these young people will create. Come meet me here in this patch of light. We'll build a new song without hate, without fear. Come, let us try. Come, let us be a patch of light for the aching world. Salutatorian class speaker Ella Coates emphasized the importance of community. She thanked family and friends and described herself and the rest of the class as reflections of the strength of the Buena Vista community. I am a reflection of all the love and strength I have received, said Coates. She described her peers as her hope for the future, encouraging them to never stop growing and be reborn each and every day. Let us make our new hello to every single day we get to live as our first. Valedictorian class speaker McKenna St. John next took the stage to speak of resilience and overcoming obstacles. 
It's the obstacles we face and how we overcome them that really define us, said St. John. She spoke of learning to advocate for herself and others from her mother. She also recognized the 18 students who achieved a 4.0 or higher grade point average. Playing on the school's seven C's, St. John encouraged her fellow students to be courageous, captivating, compassionate, committed, and confident as they move forward. Congratulations to BVHS Class of 2023. We look forward to seeing where your patch of light will shine. And that's all we have time for. Thank you for joining us for the Arc Valley Voice News Program. My name is Michelle Wexler. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.